This is your podcast for all things you're finishing. I'm Lane Ball with Zebras Before and After. Welcome to episode 211. When you're selling a piece, you obviously want it to be noticed. You want to have that piece that gives the wow factor and stops somebody in their tracks when they're scrolling. You have spent hours refinishing your piece and now it's ready for staging. Showcasing your work of art so that it sells quickly is the subject of our discussion today and that means that we are talking about the art of staging. We hear a tip from Rachel with Upcycled Smithery on photographing your pieces for your Instagram post. Stay with us friends, we have the inspiration, fun, and community that will platform your day. The 2022 International Zebra Golden Brush Awards are ready for your votes. We need your help to choose the winners in all of the categories. Simply go to enjoyzebra.com, click on the tab at the top that says Golden Brush Awards, and then enjoy viewing the finalists and casting your votes. We will be holding random drawings at the end of the event to choose multiple winners of Zebra Prizes. Voting closes Wednesday, February 22nd at midnight Eastern Standard Time, and then make sure you join us on Monday, February 27th, right here on our podcast, as we announce the winners. Some love it and some don't. Yes, I am talking about staging. The question is for those who don't enjoy it or for those who feel they are not good at it, can you become an effective stager? Absolutely, there are tips that help you think through the process and guide you to a staged and photographed piece that will sell. Today we chat with our good friends, Amanda and Jen of the Vintage Sisters. They have won multiple awards with their refinishing and staging skills, and they are here to share how they go about the process. And you will enjoy it because one of them loves it and the other doesn't. So how does that work in their business? We'll find out. Hello, Jen and Amanda. Hello, Lane. Hi. Wow, it has been a while since we last chatted. How have you both been? Good. Yeah, yeah we've it's... been yeah, really well. It's okay. cold as can be uh, up in Canada. <laughs> How did you know I was going to ask that? It's, it's snowing <laughs> yeah. today. We're looking out. There's birds. There's a squirrel on my bird feeder oh, right there's there. there's a squirrel out there and lots of birds and it's snowing, but it is actually mild today. It, it, it is nice out, but yeah. it's still full on winter. Well, you know, down here in the south, I can't say that it's sunny today because it's not, but it is 68 degrees Fahrenheit. So oh. that's, that's, that's pretty We're, warm for this time of year. Yeah, no, I think we're around the zero rate today. It's very mild today. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's really fluctuated. Like the the poor folks of North Carolina are all going, please no, please no, <laughs> you know. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because you talk to so many people, and they're like, you know, I just want one big snow, just one big oh. snow. That's it. Oh, because yeah. last year we didn't get a big snow. I don't think we got a big snow the year before last. We got a dusting, but you know, we, mm. we just, I think people would like to see at least six to seven inches and for everything to shut down for at least a day or two and then melt and go away and then get back to normal and head to spring. That's all. That's all we want. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have more than a few inches here, that's for sure. But okay, yeah, got- yesterday it was pretty nice. It was like, melting yesterday it did feel like like spring shortly yeah. like just for a small time yeah. but well you know it is around the corner i think i think i saw somewhere like six weeks but i know this is we're recording about a week out before this will air so probably about five weeks when this ends. yeah we always we almost always get a big snowstorm in march sometimes even in april so you get all excited ready for spring you have some nice weather and then usually a big storm uh comes in 
Okay, so I have a question. What is up with Hawaii? Oh, I yes, I took some time off this winter. Um, Jen and I always take time off in December so we can actually enjoy the holidays with our family. Obviously, it's a very busy time of year. And then January, I was gone with my family, my husband and kids, and we went to Hawaii for um, 10 days mm. and had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Uh, we had the best weather. Our kids learned how to surf this time, and we just spent lots of time on the beach and in the ocean, swimming with turtles, and we saw dolphins, we saw whales. It was just the best trip. So came back. Now I am refreshed and tanned and <laughs> ready to get back at it. <laughs> okay. So that was going to be my question. Was it hard coming back? But it sounds like, you know, you had no. what you needed and you're good to be back. Yeah. I, I think like Jen and I always feel the urge to be doing something creatively. Um, so then it, it's always nice to take a break for sure. And that's why we usually pick December. And then because January is so cold here, even with our heat, well, Jen's is better than mine, but even with heated shops, man, it's sometimes just really hard to get motivated to work and it's, you know, on projects when it's so cold. Yeah. So, um, so it's nice sometimes to take that break that time of year and then, yeah, come back and we are ready to yeah get back to work we're already working on custom projects right now so we're busy so have you guys noticed any um you see you got custom projects have you noticed a slowdown at all with your business because of the economy oh you know what jen and i were talking about this recently and i feel like normally our winter months are very very busy and booked up it seems maybe like it is a little bit quieter Right now, but I also heard I haven't been necessarily promoting our custom work right now either. Um, mm -hmm. I think just the same thing. We decided to take some time off and then now we'll get back into, you know, promoting our custom work and we'll probably be busy. So yeah. I think it's too early to tell for as far as 2023 goes. Our fall was very busy. Like we were mm. very busy right up until the holidays. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's too early for us to tell right now for this year. Hopefully you won't see um, much of a downturn at all. You know, hopefully things will just sort of mellow out and uh, start improving. Maybe that's mm -hmm. too positive of an outlook, but I don't know. Hopefully so. <laughs> yeah, so it is definitely, it's, it's hard to say because it's like all of the, you know, the products and stuff have gone up and yeah. yes, yes. so it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. I think probably, yeah, within the next six months, maybe we'll be able to have a better idea of it as yeah. of right now. We're not noticing significant changes. Well, taking a, a little bit of um, a curve to our discussion, uh, I haven't seen any special desserts posted on your account lately, but I did see something cool and really unique, and it was a paint washed. Uh, it was see what see it was a paint washed vintage art. It was a framed <gasps> vintage art. And oh. I can't get that straight. Oh. <laughs> Tell I, me about that. That just, was pretty cool. We love doing those um first of all the desserts yes we did not post our christmas baking this year which is weird i'm not sure why we didn't do that 
But anyways, I am going to work on some Valentine's Day baking, so maybe I'll post some stuff there. Um, but then to the vintage painting, we just love it. It's so cool. It's so easy. Um, it's so fun to do. We basically just been searching for vintage oil canvas paintings, which you can usually pretty much find, you know, at thrift stores on your buy sell mm -hmm. sites and such. And they're usually quite I, I, like I, they're vibrant. They're still, they have that old kind of maybe muted look, but they also have that vibrancy to them still, mm -hmm. right? Like those bright yellows and oranges and greens. And so there's such cool pictures that I think the first one I'm trying to think, Oh yes. I wanted something for my guest bedroom. Um, and I didn't, you know, want to spend a ton of money on it. And it was very orange. So all I did was uh, a paint wash on it with a light brown, the Fusion Algonquin to mm -hmm. be specific. And it just toned it down so nicely. It took away that bright orange and it was just the perfect piece to hang in the guest bedroom. And it just aged it a bit too without yeah, it giving it a real, you know, waxed like antique look. It just gave it like a little muted. Yeah, it mutes it. It, it makes it look a like still nice and old looking, mm -hmm. but not not dated because you know how certain things you look at it and it's yeah. like retro. So it takes that retroness out of some of them. Yeah. So yeah. then we just yeah we've done a few of them. I've done them for family members that say hey I bought this painting but I'm too scared to to do this. So can you do it? And so we yeah I've done a few for others. Yeah, the one well. that was. Um, Nicole's grandma's was the coolest because her grandma painted oh that yes. and she didn't have a real place to display it because it didn't suit her house. Yeah. And that one was very, very orange, but she wanted to keep it. Like Jen said, it was her grandmother's, but it did not match her house. So mm -hmm. yeah, we just washed, did a paint wash on it, muted it. And then I actually was at her house, this client's house and saw it hanging on her wall and it looked beautiful. It just blended right in. So it's a cool way to... I mean, update them, I guess, if you want yeah. to say, <laughs> like update them, but make them look older in the same. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Jen said it well too, because it's like, it's, it's like, it's, I mean, it's somebody's piece of work, right? It's their artwork. And, mm -hmm. and in a lot of cases, maybe, especially if it's a family member, you don't want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, so it's maybe sitting in a closet, but then you're like, I really like to display it, but it just, it would look out of place, you know, yeah. but to be able to do that and to bring it into 2023, but yet it's still their artwork and it's still, you know, the, the painting, but it's just been aged just a little bit. It's, I, mm -hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was really, really cool. I loved it. Yeah. It was just a phenomenal it's very fun. Idea. It's like a fun, easy project and it still allows you to kind of be creative. So I enjoy those. Yeah, but it is uh, easy and fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, cool. Well, speaking of desserts, I'm sure you guys are preparing some pretty interesting ones for the Super Bowl coming up. Anything unique? Oh, you know what? I, well, we usually do more like appetizers and such for the Super uh -huh. Bowl. I was thinking I might do some sort of fun Rice Krispie cake as like easy as that is for kids, mm -hmm. but just... I always like to add white chocolate and Jenny always likes to add a little condensed milk in her <laughs> everything. <laughs> in everything. It's my favorite. <laughs> so I'm not sure. 
I keep waiting for you guys to say, oh, and we're, we've added monk's fruit to it. I as well. I, I was going to bring it up because <laughs> I finally did try it. And, did you? And I uh -oh. don't mind it. It's actually on my table in my little sugar bowl right now because I don't tell people that's what it is to use in their coffee. It uh -huh. looks it looks the same. It tastes okay. At first, I was really skeptical when you talked about it for baking, especially. And mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it. I'm very impressed. Yeah, cool. Well, I was afraid you were going to say, I don't like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I have glad. yet to try it, but maybe I'll try it this afternoon in a coffee. Yeah, I, I was thinking it would have like a bitter aftertaste or something, and yeah, it doesn't. not at all. Yeah, stevia has a bit of a bitter aftertaste until you get used to it. But yeah, you should do a um, a taste test on Amanda to see if she can tell the difference. <laughs> Between regular sugar <laughs> and monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, you know, enjoyed speaking about all these other wonderful things, but we have some exciting news that we're going to share a bit later in the podcast. But right now we want to talk to you guys about staging. You mm -hmm. guys are known for your creative staging and you have won multiple awards and refinishing and staging. So we want to learn from those who excel in the different facets of furniture refinishing. And you all are definitely among those that we can learn from. Uh, this, is, of course, isn't the first time we've had you guys on to discuss this topic. Jen and Amanda also sit on the Furniture Council, one of our podcast segments where judges evaluate work submitted by participants on the show, giving them healthy critiques like, well, staging. So I'm curious, Jen and Amanda, when did you guys realize you had a gift of staging furniture? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I... I think we're going to have to go back and scroll through some old old pictures to see cuz it's it's been a little while since we started taking it that seriously. I I know that's such a hard question. I I thought you were going to say when your mom asked you to clean the house, you were like 6 7 years old and Jen noticed Amanda just put everything on different pieces of furniture just perfectly. So that's not the story. <laughs> well, we could make it like that staging mom's, mom's uh, porcelain unicorns when we had to dust them for her. Yeah, that's right. That actually, <laughs> maybe, maybe that is. Maybe that's why I don't like to do it, Lane, is because of that. <laughs> that oh, I just took you back. Yeah. I, I just, I, I honestly, I have no idea. I hmm. think... Obviously, years ago, being recognized uh, with the Zebra Golden Brush Awards for our best staging, uh, that maybe was the first time where we started to realize that other people actually like our pictures or our staging. I think before then, I don't think, I don't know. That's a hard one because I, yeah. and I mean, I guess you always feel, I don't want to say self-conscious, but you're always... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, how I, like, I feel like, yeah, I'd say probably when you, when we were awarded the three years ago or whenever you guys first started, that probably yeah. was the first time that we actually, yeah, I, I, we're aware that uh -huh. people, people liked it. Um, Cause before then it was just something that we enjoyed doing. And as long as like we liked our pictures, we were happy. It never really mattered. I don't think. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because if you think about it, the bottom line is if you're furniture refinishing, you're posting your pictures because you're showcasing your furniture uh, piece that you refinished, right? Yeah. You're not, you're not, show, you're not showcasing because of the staging. The staging is what brings attention to the furniture piece. 
so that may be why you never really thought that much about it, except for the fact that you enjoyed it when it was all said and done. You're like, mm-hmm. that looks pretty cool. Uh, you know, I like that. Yeah. I just felt like if we were happy with our picture, then we were happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, with that said, you know, you guys know the importance of staging uh, furniture properly. Uh, but just as a general topic discussion for our listeners, like how important is staging to the refinisher? Like, why is it such a big deal? Well, I think when you're selling a piece, you obviously want it to be noticed. You want to have that piece that gives the wow factor mm-hmm. and stops somebody in their tracks when they're scrolling. So, in, in doing so, obviously, it's the piece itself, right, that's going to draw attention. But but also, when you think about what stops you in your tracks when we're scrolling, it's going to be that beautiful picture that's clear, bright. And by mm-hmm. bright, I'm not saying, like, bright white, et cetera, but just, you know, right. that nice, crisp lighting mm-hmm. um, and something that I feel like when it looks nice and straight, you know, when, when you have that professional look of the picture, it's going to stop you and make you look at the Mm -hmm. actual piece that's for sale. Right. Right. Yeah. Very important to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) it is critical, isn't it? I mean, it really is when you think about it because, um, you know, obviously you want to sell your piece and, you want people to stop and look at it. And the the key and the talent in staging is that they really do see the piece. And it's not so much mm-hmm. that they're talking about the staging, but they're like, this piece is phenomenal. This is really mm-hmm. beautiful. And mm-hmm. I want it in my home. And I think we've talked about this maybe in previous podcasts as well, or actually to multiple refinishers that a lot of times if, if a piece is staged well, some people will ask for the piece. They ask for the props to go with it. I was just thinking that like, specifically someone that we know and she has an antique um, store on her farm. Kendra surprise is what her name is. And she will often stage her things. And then someone will come in and say, I want that cabinet and I want everything that you have on it because I, I can't picture that without seeing this. Like they need Mm -hmm. to see your view too. And she wants it in her house just like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that happens a lot at her place and um, where people just can't, even when you, when you show them a picture of something, a before picture, sometimes people can't visualize what it's going to be after, right? And so mm-hmm. until you explain to them like, oh, I'm going to take out this glass door and I'm going to do this and this and this and picture this off of it or this shortened and yada, mm-hmm. yada. Like a lot of people don't see that yet. So that is part of it for sure, you know, and, and having them envision it in their space too. Like they might not picture that dresser in a foyer, mm-hmm. right. Until you show them that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's uh, well said for sure. So why do you think so many people struggle with staging? I mean, they're great refinishers, but maybe when it comes to the staging part, they're like, Oh, I can't, this is so hard. I'm not doing a good job. So what, what do you, is it just strictly a talent thing? I think sometimes, like Jenny just said, sometimes people can visualize things and some people can't. We all have strengths. We, you know, we all have weaknesses. Jenny has admitted that when she's done working on a piece, she is done. She doesn't really want to do any more with it, right? 
So it's like any job, you have things that you like and things that you don't like as much. So I think it just goes with with the same furniture refinishing and staging photos. Some people just can't visualize that, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe as well as others. It is something that I I do personally enjoy. I'm usually already visualizing how I want to stage it. I've already mm-hmm. started thinking. So it just is something that just occurs naturally for me specifically maybe not so much Jen I was just thinking like (laughs) sometimes she'll say we'll be working on one she's like oh I already have ideas of what I want to use and and this and I'm not thinking about that usually at all I might be thinking about the (laughs) drawer liner that I have Uh to put in because someone wants it but I might I'm not really thinking like okay what am I going to dig out of my treasures that I want to put on here like I have to it's like, I really need to think about it and want to make, like, I want it to look good, but I just also like, I'm just so fussy and like particular, um, I'm just too, it's, yeah, it's hard for me to really like, yeah, no, yeah. it's not, it's well, not my favorite. I'll like, well, I'll, let me ask you I'll, this. Give the, I'll give her the things to use. <laughs> I'll go out and get all the antiques and treasures and give her the options, but I'm she'll not be, usually yeah, she'll specifically. Be my she yeah, I can assist her. And yeah. I will place them and take the pictures and I will walk her through it step by step if we're separated and she needs if to, I have if to. she has yeah. to be doing it on her own. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me give you guys a, a, a scenario here. Amanda decides to go back to Hawaii for a month, and she <laughs> says, "She says, Jen, she says, Jen, I'm going to a place in Hawaii that has no signal. I won't be able to talk to you for a month." <laughs> well, you, you guys have already committed to some commission Uh, pieces well no let's not say commission pieces because you're going to stage them to sell you've got mm -hmm. several pieces you have to sell jen how big of a deal would it be for you having been around amanda and you know she's really good at she loves it you watch her work how big of a deal would it be for you to do the staging not that you're emulating what she does but you're staging it in a way that works for you is that complicated for you or just um, I think she would try to micromanage me from there, even though she couldn't uh, get a hold of me. She'd be like, she'd be trying to look. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, she would be. Um, no, when she did go away, she told me, she's like, just so you know, you know, I'm not going to be doing anything on there. And I'm like, well, it's going to be silence. Just so you know, I'm not going to be posting anything. It's like, if you ever notice, I'm never on the videos and I'm never going to be on them. And I said today, we did. We did take some videos today, and I said, by the way, I'm not in this, so, you know, and I usually tiptoe around so she can't even hear my voice yeah, on there. Just in the background. Yeah, I'm a silent partner. Uh. I'm, I'm not so silent. So, um, I forget. Yeah, okay. Mm, I don't, yeah, I, I would probably it, still, right? I could probably take the pictures. You would be so stressed oh, out, though, because. I feel like it causes, like, you get stressed out. Yeah, I think I would probably still send her the pictures and say, like, so can you edit these when you get home? there's no internet. There's, like, I don't have data, so I can't get to the pictures. (laughs) Yeah, but you would just just go simpler, don't you think? You would just go simpler. You know how to take the photograph. You would just go simpler. I suppose. We'll see. This isn't going to happen. We don't even have to talk. We should do, yeah. we, we should do this, baby, as, as, <laughs> as a test. We'll film it all and show you guys. Yeah, that would be fun. We would enjoy that. <laughs>
Hello, friends. If you are interested in learning more about furniture painting, we have a special virtual event just for you called Furniture Painting with Gentali. Join Zebra and Gentali of Perfectly Imperfect Furniture for a live furniture refinishing demo and the chance to ask any and all questions you have about the do's and don'ts of DIY furniture painting. All participants will be entered into giveaways and earn exclusive discounts on products. You can go to enjoyzebra.com, click on the blog, and then the how-to section where you can learn more about this event that will be featured on Google Meet. You can also sign up to receive a reminder by going to our post about this event on Instagram at Zebra Painting. Okay, well, we have to we have to offer up some tips from you guys uh, on, yeah, you know, staging effectively. So give us give us a few tips on, okay. on how to stage effectively. My probably favorite and most definitely one of the most important is lighting. Now, Jen and I use we have found we get the best re- results using natural light. I know everyone's different, but this is what works really good for us. So I think what you need to do is you really need to take your time to experiment with your staging area throughout the day. So it doesn't matter where in your house or in your shop, wherever you're staging, um, really, you know, throughout the day, take different pictures and figure out what time of the day you're going to get your best lighting. Mm-hmm. And then once you have that figured out, really, it's going to save you so much time going forward. So I already know in the space that I take my pictures, I get the best lighting mid to late morning. Mm-hmm. So just um, so I know that's when I'm going to take my pictures. So I know lots of people are probably, you know, they finish their piece. They're excited to get their pictures. And so they take their pictures, but maybe you don't have the best lighting that you could during the day. Um, so it's try to have that patience and figure that out beforehand. Um, Jen's obviously her setup at her house is a little bit different. So I feel like yours, it's usually like early afternoon, mid afternoon where we kind of get the best sunlight. Yeah. It's um, in an opposite wall. Yeah, and it's so it's a little bit. Right. So I, I think if you're wanting to utilize that natural lighting, which like I said, we always have the best luck. We find the nicest pictures, um, then really, yeah, experiment to try and find that best time of day for you. Okay. So that, that's, <clears throat> that's a cool tip because that's not complicated. No, it's super, it's super easy. It's, it's, um, it literally being aware of where the sun is and where, where, what time of day you're getting the most shadows on, on your wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, I, I don't want direct sunlight shining directly on my, my piece. So then I want it to be before that. Right. So it's just literally, it's so simple and it's, it's just a matter of kind of watching throughout the day, taking different pictures throughout the day and um, seeing which one is the best. Mm. Very good. All right. That's doable. What's tip number two? Very doable. Uh, props. So, um, we just are suggesting like, try not to buy too many props, uh, specifically for your, because it takes away from your profit. And, um, we're also just like drawing inspiration from our own homes and style. So, um, we really like adding the, the natural elements like, 
um, because they're free for one. Like I can just go out in my yard and pick flowers or greenery or some of my tree branches. And Amanda has a lot of trees in her backyard too. We often use like her willow willow branches and the pussy willows and stuff. And um, in the fall when you have all of your leaves changing, like that's, that's, perfect mm. prop yeah mm-hmm. right so there's so many things that you can just grab from your own home in your own yard and um to, to you know to put on on your pieces of furniture and so it's yeah don't spend money yeah like going it. to Sometimes. somewhere to buy like i know some people will feel pressured to have something different in each of their photos so then they're having to go out and and buy different props all the time. I know some people are selling their props often and, and buying like artwork and things like that. So, I mean, we, both of us have a lot of our, I mean, we've collected things over the years. So we do have a lot of stashes of stuff that yeah, we can use. Um, so we're lucky that way, but mm-hmm. um, especially if you're first starting out with that, it would it'd try to use things that you have available to you that are, I don't know. I just really, I, I'm really drawn to, um, when people use like natural things in their photos, mm-hmm. some of my favorite people that I see. It or do and that. another thing too, I think to Jen, if there, if you're looking at your picture and there's a space on there and you're thinking, Oh man, it needs, it needs something in this corner. Use your watermark. Right? As a prop. Yeah. You could very easily use your watermark as a prop in the corner or on top of the dresser or somewhere, right? Mm. Like there's just to fill that little spot a space that looks That's a, a great bare, idea. Well, put your watermark in there. Like you have to put it somewhere so you can still be creative with that. You don't, you know. Mm -hmm. I bet you that's a really good point. I bet a lot of folks, you know, have staged and then at the end, everything set, done, got the photograph taken and they're getting ready to post it, getting ready to plop, uh, prop their, or plop their watermark on there. And they're like, where am I going to put my watermark? I don't have a place for it, you know? So I like that. That's a really good idea. So most of the items that we see that are in your staged pieces are from your home pieces that you guys have and maybe pieces that you use in your home. I would say, yeah, Mm -hmm. like we really do not buy pieces specifically to sell a piece. Right. And, and, and in the past I have done that and I almost never use that, that item. So mm-hmm. it'll be, I, I can think of a couple of times where I thought, oh man, I, I think I need a, like a picture that's maybe a little bit more modern looking or something. And I'll go buy a picture and I put it up there and I'm like, no, this is horrible. It's not my style. I'm not, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not feeling this vibe and I return it. So mm-hmm. I just, I think, um, yeah, unless you really need something specific, I would just draw for your, your own home, your own style. I think when people go to our page, they have a good feel for the style that Jenny, you know, what our furniture is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and no. like Jen said, we love, love, love using stuff from our yard and, mm-hmm. and, and using stuff that we can find for free. <laughs> mm, very good. What about tip number three? Okay. Um, I mean, editing, you all have, everyone has to edit their photos, obviously, right? So mm-hmm. there's so many apps out there and it's, you know, find an app that you're comfortable with and that you find easy to use. Um, I don't use a lot of fancy apps for our editing. And really I use basic editing tools like removing your blemishes. That might be it, to be honest. Like otherwise, if, if you if you can do, if you can get that nice crisp photo, at the very beginning, you shouldn't have to do a lot of editing except for maybe some blemishes on your wall. We all have 
um, nail holes and, and scratches and stuff on our staging wall. That's just how it is, right, from hanging stuff and, and over the years. So you really shouldn't have to do a ton of editing if you get that nice, crisp, straight photo. <laughs> and, um, and don't over-filter. I think when you are trying to sell a piece, you want to be portraying your piece as authentic as possible for your buyer. So if you can get that nice, crisp, natural lighting, you shouldn't have to really filter your piece, which mm-hmm. I don't think you should be doing a significant amount anyways. Well, uh, I mean, that, that, that says a lot uh, as well, which is kind of nice because it's less time, right? Less time having to spend on the computer trying to, or mm-hmm. on your phone trying to tweak things. Um, I think though, and you, you said this just a few seconds ago, and I think this is so important, you know, because staging is much more than just the props, right? Staging is the the lighting, the photography, all of that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's making sure that you take a photograph of your piece straight on, not not yes. at a place that that distorts it. I mean, you can take like I'm looking at your guys's page right now. I'm looking at the antique Swedish style table. It's white. Got the oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, really yeah. cool. So mm-hmm. um, the thing about it is, is, is you've got you've got in your well, carousel post, you've got other posts in there, and you've got other angles, but it's not a distorted angle from the front. It's yes. just straight on. It's so yeah. hard to get legs like that too. That table was like <laughs> funky too. Yeah. So that is a pet peeve of mine. It's like, oh, I we like, can't get it so that your I feel like shoulder legs really good. I and mean, then once you get. Once you figure it out, then obviously it gets easier. But I'm very particular. I like our pictures to be straight. I like them to be, now not, I mean, obviously when you have an antique piece, they're not going to be perfectly straight all the time. Yes, things are going to be a little bit warped and whatnot. But for the most part, when you're taking that straight on picture, I like them to be straight. I like them to be lining up straight on the sides of the pic, of the frame as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, when you aren't doing straight on, you can very kind of, quickly get this distorted um, look. So yes, my my favorite thing to do is yeah, to make sure it's lined up nicely that I can get a nice straight picture. Um, I also when I, it, you take the time to critique your picture also so if you do have a picture hanging on top, make sure it's straight. <laughs> you know? Um, some people might not notice that. Things like that, but I always do. I'm like, oh man, I love this picture, but really, it, you know, it it's it bugs me that that picture is crooked. You know, like some simple things like that that really just take that extra few minutes of of looking at your piece and take multiple pictures. My favorite thing to do is get my my piece on the staging wall, and and I said this before on the furniture council. I take a picture of it with nothing on it or around it. Mm-hmm. And then I figure out where do I want that to fit in the frame? Do I want it completely centered? Do I want it off to the side? And mm-hmm. then I figure out how much room I have to, on the top and the sides. And then I start playing with props and figure out what should go where. Well, speaking of props and talking about the antique Swedish style table, the boots are really cool. <laughs> uh, let me see. Now, the, the, oh, the reason you, why... Okay, sorry. The, um, okay, so you're on the holiday... Oh, sorry, yeah, go yeah. back, Jenny. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, those are my cowboy boots. Okay, so th- what's so cool about this, and we'll we'll post this, listeners, we'll post this particular picture on our uh, podcast page so you can see it. Okay. Or you can go to Vintage Sisters uh, SK to see it. But what, <laughs> what I thought was so cool about it was that you knew to knock over one of the boots. 
Like okay. both of the boots aren't standing there. Did that happen okay. by accident or? I, let, let me talk. No, you let me talk. Okay, um, this is, I am going to take credit for this because this photo is uh, originally, um, if you scroll back a million oh years from gosh. now, I did yeah, really a dresser <laughs> and I had my dad's old yeah, cowboy boots. And that is a hideous picture when I think about it. And I don't even want you to go back and look, but I knocked over one of the boots, I think, in that one. And some, and then, and then I think even I remember you telling me like, oh, this is so cool. And like that you use dad's boots. And then that was, uh, so let me just see if I can find it here. <laughs> but like, don't, um, I think it's, it's a so that's, horrible picture. That's and Jeff that one was me by myself one day. <laughs> the reason why I liked it. Let me tell you, okay, because just a couple comments. Mm -hmm. You guys are known for your staging and your, I mean, I'm not sidetracking your furniture finishing skills by any means, mm -hmm. but you're, you're known for some unique staging because you guys use a lot of stuff. Now, that's yeah. not always advisable for people who you're, are starting right. out. Trying a lot to be of people simple. don't like that. I know, yeah. a lot of people right. don't like that. But, but let me just add this, though, to that, because the, the reason why I like the boots is because everything works really well, but the, the cool thing about the boots is it makes that picture come alive because it's oh, like, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. you could have put both boots standing up and it would have been very <laughs> staged, but it's like, it's almost like you're seeing, you walked into somebody's house and you see a corner mm -hmm. of the room and you see this cool table yeah. and they just had slipped off their boots because, because, you know, always inevitably a boot's going to fall over to the side. Right. It yeah. just, it looks, <laughs> and, and I think you guys know, seriously, though, you guys do a lot of that kind of stuff. There's little things. It's almost like, where's Waldo? If I look at your picture, I'm going to find some really <laughs> cool things that, that maybe I wouldn't have noticed otherwise if I hadn't taken the time to look at, but it generally speaking overall, it's just such a nice cool. And Jen kind of hand it to you. That was a really cool decision. <laughs> See? Okay, so well, I'll just remember the one thing that I gave to this. Uh, I just, I just yeah, sent you that no, picture. It, it, um, I mean, it is fun sometimes to stage a little bit more creative, um, uh, a little more creative to try to give a feel for how a piece could be used too. So in that instant, um, I was trying to just stage it and display it as something for the holidays, right? So yeah. whether it was in your well, foyer, uh, front entrance is kind of the idea I went with that yeah. one. But um, so, yeah, I maybe did a little bit more than maybe people would suggest or like. And I mean, I know... Yes, we do that. I feel like you need to know when to do it and when not to do it. Right, so right. I think when you have a piece that maybe you're keeping for yourself, well, then you can go a little bit more with your staging because that's how you want to put it in your house. I think I had a nice oak cabinet that I did for myself last summer. So I staged it and took photographs of it exactly the way I wanted it in my house. So the whole cabinet is full. Um, and maybe people would find that too busy, but that is exactly how it is in my house, right? So I know that I, I'm not trying to sell it, so I don't necessarily care if somebody doesn't like it. And so then I can go a little bit overboard. Um, sometimes when you have a piece, I feel like when it's a custom piece, you 
So you don't have to same thing. You don't have to sell it. It's a custom. It's already technically sold. Then maybe you can go a little more creative with, um, with your picture mm-hmm. and just kind of do something more fun. Um, one that I'm specifically thinking about and we submitted it for the best staging was, um, same thing. It was a white dresser and it was a custom piece for a lady. So I didn't have to worry about selling it. So then I went and I hung a whole bunch of antique doorknobs on the wall around the dresser. Mm. So yeah, maybe a little bit more busy and a little bit more um, out of the norm, but it was just so cool to display all these antique doorknobs. Right. And, and it made for a cool picture to send our client. It was more artsy too. Like I thought like like, a little more mm -hmm. artistic because we could get away with it on that. Had I needed to sell that dresser, I don't know if I would have done it that way. Yeah. But part of it too, is that you're, you're really comfortable with staging because the more comfortable you are with it and you, you realize that you have the talent of staging, then you're going to, you're going to get more creative with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's just, and just as an encouragement to our listeners, especially if you're not comfortable staging is the, the, the general rule is just to start really, really simple. Mm-hmm. And then yes. as you develop a style and you're like, you know, I really like how this is developing, mm-hmm. then you can start being more creative with it and you can step back. And then of course, get, Get uh, feedback from your peers. Uh, by the mm-hmm. way, I just saw this, and we'll post this up there on our on our podcast page too. As I see the boots, Jen, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at the date on this. I mean, it's, it seems weird to say 2019 was a long time ago, but I, know, I think it, it was. Feel like forever I think 2017. Yeah. 2017 is the one Maybe that I'm talking about. Post of the I think. Oh, okay. Did you get the one I sent you? You mean, or is it just one you're looking at? I got something that was posted in 2019, and that's another like... one that Mando's copying me too. Oh, yeah. I just saw it. It's a. Is it another bench? <laughs> See, I did. I just went by one that had some boots, black boots. <laughs> now every time I see one too, I'm like, oh well, they're using us as inspiration for this one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like nobody's kicked over a set of boots before. Okay, let's see. Where is it? I just went by it's a, it. It's a carryover. I mean, it's like uh, it's in it's ingrained in people's minds. You know, just yeah. that uh, natural intention to go. You know what? Let's make it look a little more like somebody lives there yeah without without being messy because that's the that's what going back to that original picture we were talking about the whole thing is staged very nicely it's not messy at all but just that one boot laying over is just kind of a cool effect you know to have and that's like you know some i've seen some people uh somebody's probably going yeah that was me uh where there was an animal in in the staged piece, oh, whether it's yes. a cat sitting in a drawer or a dog sitting in front of the desk or the mm-hmm. table or whatever it may be, and that that's just that's cool too because it's like again it's it's alive and it's like it looks natural. I mean it's staged, but it looks natural, so it's a cool thing. Well, mm-hmm. these are really great tips. Uh, with this, this of course is a perfect segue into our exciting announcement. Zebra is teaming up with Jen and Amanda to host a new monthly contest focused on furniture staging. Our goal at Zebra and this podcast is to provide you with inspiration and informative content that inspires and educates. Whether you are an experienced refinisher or a novice refinisher, but struggle with staging, or you just want to learn more, you can glean from others. Discovering what works for them 
because maybe it will work for you too. We are still refining the details, but beginning in March, refinishers will be able to post their pieces with a hashtag that we will announce soon. Three winners will be chosen each month, and those three winners will receive a framed award, appear on our podcast with Jen and Amanda, and act as guest judges with Jen and Amanda for the following month. As stated, we will share more details in the days ahead, so stay tuned. And Jenna, Amanda, any final words of excitement about the new monthly contest? I think Amanda is very excited. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to be here as well. I just, you know, in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Support. Jenny, Jenny needs to give okay. herself more credit. She's I think hard on herself, I know. but she is uh, always part of it. Well, my my gosh, we just came out of highlighting the boot deal. My goodness. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. We have different strengths, but she is very much a part of it. And um, so, yeah, she we need to give her a little bit more credit. Okay. <laughs> she, no, she we'll needs see. to give herself a okay. bit more credit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, say, I'll say maybe in 2023, this will give me the motivation to put some more effort into learning the skills that I should Maybe, maybe I have. just, like, beat her down so much with my micromanaging. <laughs> That's it. That is it. We'll let go. Uh, Let's go with that. Yes. Listen, the deal is this. I love this mix because Jen uh, is more of the novice stager and Amanda is more of the experienced professional stager. And so as we move forward in the months ahead with this contest, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to discuss with several folks, you know, how to stage effectively. How did they those that win, how did they stage effectively? What are their secrets? What are their tips? And, we, you know, they'll be learning as we go. And uh, yeah, by the end of the month, Jen may be overriding Amanda on some of the decisions. Yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Crazier things have happened. <laughs> uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in the months ahead. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, we are looking forward to it. I think it'll be a great opportunity for us even to learn from others and see new ideas and see, um, you know, new trends in staging this year as well. So we're looking forward to, and and also meeting new uh, furniture roof finishers as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's one of the incredible benefits of this great community. All right. Well, I'll let you guys uh, go find. Uh, you got to go do the monk's fruit test. You'll have to let Ooh, me know how right. that turns out. Okay. <laughs> you guys take care. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Lane. Today's refinishing tip comes from Rachel with Upcycled Smithery. Hey, guys. This is Rachel from Upcycled Smithery. I have noticed how some refinishers have trouble getting their entire piece into one shot on Instagram. So I have a tip for you when it comes to photographing your pieces. When your staging is done and you're ready to take photos, make sure your camera setting on your phone is set to one-to-one -one ratio. This will give you the square you need for Instagram. Now you'll be able to see if you need to back up or reposition before taking the shot. I hope this tip comes in handy the next time you photograph furniture. Great way to assure you have the right frame for Instagram, Rachel. Thanks for sharing your tip. Here's an announcement from our friend Jen Talley with Perfectly Imperfect Furniture. Hi, you guys. It's Jen at Perfectly Imperfect. Speaking of staging, did you know that the ladies of the I Painted It Pretty hashtag and I are hosting a monthly contest in celebration of our two-year hashtag anniversary? It is called 
I staged it pretty. We are looking for your beautifully staged and photographed pieces of furniture, and we will have a first, second, and third place winner. There's an amazing prize package sponsored by Melange Paints and Shacto Interiors. All you need to do is use the hashtag I staged it pretty, as well as follow our sponsors, Melange Paints and Shacto Interiors, as well as all of our hosts. They are myself, Mayor at 100,000 Welcomes, Summer at Pinewood Charm, Jen at Green Spruce Designs, Tiffany at Refab 6, and Whitney at White House on the Square. Who doesn't love seeing a beautifully staged and photographed piece of furniture? And you guys, it's so important when it comes to not only getting your pieces seen and liked and loved, winning hashtag competitions like this, but also when it comes to selling your furniture. It is so very important. I hope you guys will enter and I cannot wait to see all of these beautifully staged photographs. Hi, it's Diane Williams with Art to Die For and IDAL, the International Decorative Artisans League. I'm here to invite the Zebra community of furniture artists to the 2023 IDAL convention this April in Charlotte, North Carolina. Join us for several days of classes, an expo, and great camaraderie with other decorative painters. Follow the IDAL Instagram page at I underscore am underscore IDAL to see information on the upcoming classes. The website soon will have all of the classes posted. The website is decorativeartisans.org. Hope to see you there. hope you enjoyed this episode of the Zebra Blogs Before and After Furniture Finishing Podcast. Today's episode is also featured on our EnjoyZebra.com site, along with contact information for today's guest. Your comments and suggestions for future episodes are always welcome. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and happy refinishing.